From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. The new film in the Wizarding World has finally come out and I can say definitively that I think this is it. This is it when it comes to it finishing finally. I think that this is a film that... Wow, we're just going to have a lot of things to say about it. I, when I say this is it, I don't mean this is a good movie or a great movie. In fact, I think it's more than anything mediocre and borderline bad in how inconsistent it is with its storyline. But Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is one of those movies that I'm going to say is what I like to call a this is it movie in the sense that this is a film that either ends or puts the franchise in an uncomfortable or difficult position. This is it in terms of like these films coming out theatrically. I think that let's let's go ahead and talk about the film first before I get too far into why the film itself may be it for Fantastic Beasts. If you are a fan of this franchise, uh, stick around and hear what I have to say about it. But Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is the third film in the Fantastic Beasts series. And I gotta say that this entire franchise has been kind of a weird series because like honestly I don't even know what the main storyline is supposed to be because at first you're kind of thinking oh it's going to be a movie about this guy named Newt Scamander who goes around you know discovering new animals and whatnot or he's like occasionally doing work for the Ministry of Magic or the American like Magical Congress I don't know this series right here it takes place in America but I'm kind of like you know you might as well not even do that because it doesn't even matter. Like location, world building doesn't matter at this point in this franchise. Their depiction of America and the magical world is so inconsistent, it doesn't even matter. You know, like it doesn't really matter where this story takes place in. And you might be saying, why would that matter? Well, it does. It does matter in fantasy where your story takes place in. Like, what are the politics of the world? What what are the rules of the world? <laughs> so if that doesn't matter, then I don't really care about it. You know what I mean? And so this film, from my vague, vague, like, unspoily um, recollection of it, I would say that it's a film about Albus Dumbledore tasking Newt Scalamander and his allies with a mission in which they have to, like, protect this, like, creature that decides the fate of an election where uh, uh, Gellert, whatever his name is, Gilroy, uh, Grendel Ward, Gilward Grendel Ward, whatever. It's uh, such a, they always mispronounce it in the series, in the movies too. It's kind of, I've heard them say like Gilbert or Gilroy, Gil, uh, Grindelwald. He is being decided. He is running for, let's say some magical position. I don't know this again. It's one of those things with like the world building is so confusing. So like, uh, Grindelwald is basically up to a new task and the characters have to try to throw it, uh, like stop it. You know, it's, it's at a point where I don't even really care to describe the plot anymore because it's so convoluted to the point that like, I can't even explain it without getting to spoilers because I have to explain something else. And trust me, it's a series where the magical creature, a random magical creature gets to decide an election as opposed to people. It's kind of a 
very weird um, message for a film about defining your own like role you know like Harry Potter was about defining your own individual place in the world and then they have a film where like the individual voice doesn't really matter I don't know it's kind of a weird position that this franchise has where everyone has to listen to one voice instead of like a group of people I don't know again like I know I'm going on about this but it's kind of a weird franchise. It's kind of a weird franchise, this Fantastic Beast series. So David Yates directs it in such a dull way. Like I've been watching this franchise and ever since David Yates got in charge of the Wizarding World Harry Potter franchise, you know, he has some really strong hits with like the Deathly Hollows movies, but I think he has missed the ball with a couple of films like order of the phoenix was like exceptionally dull for a film that's that that's based on like the most extensive and most let's say difficult novel to like articulate from a plot standpoint because order of the phoenix is a very complex work in the sense that like it's complex for its audience which is children but it also has a lot of things going on and a lot of like intricities here and there that the film didn't do a good job with. So David Yates is one of those film directors that cannot direct complex works. Like Fantastic Beasts 2 was so convoluted and all over the place that like no one can tell you what that film was about. Like no one could tell you what really happened because it threw in so many twists and turns and ideas that you don't even know what happened. That I've met people who say like that film was essentially a nothing film and this feels like the same thing where a lot of stuff happens, but we all go back to square one at the end, right? Like it's it's a status quo movie where there's a status quo and we have to go back to it every time. And it's like, there's no reason why it can't stay like this. Like we've did this and we did that. Like it's one of those film franchises where, again, it is the status quo that's trying to be preserved and there's no reason for me to care. Like David Yates really just does not know how to direct this type of film because it feels like it's a lot of information and a lot of nothing. It's kind of like how we have all these storylines in this film, like Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald. And he is such a, that, that is such an interesting storyline that why couldn't it be like an HBO max series, which is weird to me because that could have easily been a mini series where we get to get to know this like ex couple like these two exes who are these two gay men having difficulties in their like relationship and then eventually becoming enemies and eventually having to like deal with their own traumas like that could have worked like that could have been an interesting story about two men who have to grow apart and become more politically like challenging towards each other like they challenge each other politically a lot and you know what? It, it is a very meaningless storyline in the end of this franchise because then it's paired up with like Newt Scamander's friends and they're trying to go on adventures, but then they become insignificant because their storylines don't have storylines. Like Newt doesn't even have an arc. Quinny and the character of Jacob, who are this like interesting couple where it's like a magical person with a non-magical person together. Like they're not even like given their 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 relationship an actual like arc their relationship isn't given the time to like flourish and develop so like this film right here talks about that relationship very briefly 
but then it doesn't do anything with it. Same with like how Newt Scamander's relationship with his brother is non-existent. And then Newt had a relationship with a girl named Tina in the first two movies, his relationship with that woman. And then it doesn't even go anywhere because the actress who plays Tina is given such a nothing role. She's given a glorified cameo, which is actually like really sad because she was a likable character in the first movie. The second movie, everyone got screwed over pretty badly. At that point, nobody really cared about what's going to happen with these characters because they were given nothing. Like ever, ever since they brought in Dumbledore and Grindelwald as part of their storyline, they don't know what to do with these other characters, so they're superfluous. So, like, you have great actors like Eddie Rainmane and Catherine Matterson, and, like, you have all these really good actors that just don't get anything. Dan Folger, who plays Jacob, who is the non-magical character, he is actually really compelling. He is a wonderful actor. Why couldn't he actually get a meaningful part this time around? He's always the comic relief. They went from making him a complex thoughtful character in the first film to literally being the comic relief oh he don't know magic so like he 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 gonna he's gonna just sit around and do nothing right he, he gonna be doing something else he gonna be making you laugh or in the case of like Catherine Watterson she's just gonna be in the background I've heard some interesting rumors about how the situation with JK Rowling and Catherine Watterson is that they have very different points of view about a certain topic about I'm not going to get too much into it about trans individuals that in the case of Catherine Watterson she supports trans people and so like I'm I've never made my opinion unclear on the subject that like JK Rowling you know really did do a horrible thing she said some pretty horrible stuff and Catherine Watterson has spoken out about it and there's this rumor that the actress herself was being silenced essentially by having her role reduced, which is really sad because if that's the case, that says a lot about J.K. Rowling's person, how she talks about about like you know let's try to have different opinions, let's have discourse, but then chooses to actively re reduce her story in because of the fact that someone has a different opinion. The fact that she talks about how people are silencing her, but then she goes out of her way to like give a small role to a character which harms her story not just the character's story but harms the overall story because we're not even getting to know tina like we lost the whole if this is supposed to be five movies we lost the movie with tina so whatever love story tina and newt were gonna have it lost the movie they lost an entire movie because instead of like thinking that tina would actually get involved they decided to add new characters that just don't really matter like they introduce all these characters that ultimately will never go anywhere because i think this is the last film they're gonna make the film itself opened at the box office with very meager results opening at the lowest number for the franchise so that tells you a lot about this franchise so if you wanted to see if you like this movie which you know go ahead and like it you you're not gonna get anything and guess what like i saw this movie you know obviously i didn't you know obviously i didn't support the film the way film goers are going to traditionally support it if you know what i mean so i didn't feel like i lost or gained anything but i do feel bad for all those fans of this franchise that really did have a lot of things thrown at them. First of all, they have Ezra Miller, who is going through a whole mental breakdown right now in this movie, being 
not only like given a nothing part in this movie, but also like causing some backlash. You also have the firing of Johnny Depp for Mads Mikkelsen, which has again created this aura of like hate towards this movie because Mads Mikkelsen, even though I think he's great in the movie, I think he's better than Johnny Depp. Still, the fact that Johnny Depp was fired was a wrong thing. That I thought that was horrible. I thought that was a horrible thing to do, but still like the fan base reacted to it where Mads Mikkelsen will never get a chance to like really make this part his own because of the fact that like well you know Johnny Depp got fired but why not Amber Heard for the other Warner Brothers properties like the Aquaman and Zack Snyder's Justice League they feature Amber Heard and so there's this sort of hypocrisy that a lot of fans feel is being done and uh, again, I'm not going to get too much into the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, but the trial is literally happening right now as this film is being released and Ezra Miller's legal troubles are happening right now. So there you have not only two stars and two stars that affect this film, it, it's happening. Like it, it's just a lot of stuff is just happening to this film's reputation. It also doesn't help that J.K. Rowling just can't keep her mouth shut about a lot of issues. So you have these issues about... Uh, gender that she throws in to her like Twitter bio and her Twitter feed. So the fact is that you have an you have actors who are starting to have some legal problems. You have a actor who got fired from the production, getting into some real legal situation with his ex girlfriend, who I'm not gonna get too much into, who may need to go to therapy. This is a situation where you have too many people who have to go to therapy affecting the sort of attitude that this film is going to get and then you also have like jk rowling who is legitimately causing a lot of trouble for her lgbt fan base and a lot of people who support it there's a lot of people who don't support jk rowling's like stance on trans people so for me it's like you have all three elements coming in to hurt this film's box office and the film itself isn't even exceptional it's if anything a mediocre script it's convoluted its storyline doesn't really matter the characters are given nothing to do in particular the women you know they have all these compelling male characters but what the what are the women doing like nothing they're given nothing except in the context of another man situation or in the case of like having an exceptional performance, like the fact that Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen have good chemistry, but put them in a different movie. Like it's sad that Mads Mikkelsen is a great actor, but he is given a nothing role basically. And everyone else is given nothing. It's a nothing movie. If anything, it has its moments because you do have good chemistry between two exceptionally great actors, Mads Mikkelsen and Jude Law. But outside of that, there's no reason to watch this film. And there is no reason to continue like this franchise because you there's obviously no long-term plan for it. Because if there was a long-term plan, then we would have actual storylines for the Newt's Commander and Friends crew. Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald, they have a storyline. And it should be on TV. It should just be on HBO Max. It doesn't, in my opinion, it does not have to be in more movies because they pretty much finish the storyline off in a way that's very awkward. It's rather unsatisfactory. If anything, this is a film that I guess could satisfy some fans with the ending, but if you want to see more, you're not going to get any more. There's no reason to have this franchise continue having its issues. Not only are the legal issues causing it, the transphobia, there's also just the fact that there's nothing exceptional about these films, that they are merely shadows of a greater film success. You know, like the Harry Potter films have this wonderful success story, 
and these films are just not there if anything there is no heart and soul put in these films and it's a shame because great actors like eddie redmayne jude law and all these great actors mads mickelson in particular who does a great job as grindelwald who should be in more movies they don't get opportunities like this and it's a shame because you want to see them succeed but this is a franchise that continuously doesn't care about its audience. So if you want to go see it, remember you're watching a movie that doesn't care if you like it or not, only if you pay for it. Mm -hmm.